Here we go. We're going to start off with a little bit of a smaller crowd today. I, uh, we usually start at 8.45, but uh, they sent the email. We're starting at 8.30. So we will start so as not to uh, keep ourselves waiting. And uh, we'll maybe just go a little slower to give people time as they, as they start to log on. We are up to the 10th chapter in the first volume of the Bovavi. So here we go. The Bovavi has clarified for us in the last week that the goal and purpose that each of us should strive to keep in mind at all times, the goal and the purpose is to be close to Hashem. That's our goal. Our goal is to come closer to Hashem. That's what we uh, ended off over the past two weeks. And this is the idea that we will continue to build on uh, this week as well. Okay, We're going to continue to build on this idea of what it means to come closer to the Rabbani Shlalem. And now that we know we all have the same goal, does that mean we're all supposed to be doing the same thing? Because if you think about it, the same goal does not always have the same medium that takes us there. And one of the main points we're going to focus on today is that sometimes, or I would say all the time, what the Yitzhahara tries to do to us to make sure we don't come closer to Rabbi Nishalaylam is to get us to start looking at others who are also serving Hashem and to start thinking to ourselves that if I'm not serving Hashem like them, I must not be close to HaKadosh Baruch. I'm obviously not because I'm not learning as much Torah as them. I'm not running around organizing chesed, uh, you know, uh, the entire day like this person seems to do. So, I'm, I'm not close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I'm not close. We, that, we, that's how we view ourselves. We think we're far because we are busy looking around and looking at other people. So let's allow ourselves to gain a proper perspective. Let's allow ourselves to gain a proper perspective about what it means to come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yes, we all have the same goal, but do we all have the same path to bring us close? So here we go. We're up to chapter 10. Just uh, saving the sin over here. Let's see. We should all have the uh, picture on the screen now. Kervas Elokim Litov. To come close to Hashem is what's good for me. This is These are the words that each of us should be focusing on. 
This is not a matter of a Rav getting up in Shul and inspiring and saying, oh, we all need to be close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and come close and we'll tell stories about it. That doesn't mean you're close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Very often, as we know in Yiddishkeit, the most tuned in servants of Hashem, the closest people to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, very often are the ones that don't even talk about it. They just go about their daily lives with Hashem. It's how they live. It's not how they talk. This is not something that is what happens to us that applies when we come to Pesach. We're like, oh, Pesach. What a beautiful Yom Tif. So many opportunities to come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So inspiring. Sukkot, we get to sit out in a Sukkot, Shavuot, Matan Torah, to stay up and learn and, and, and think of Pesach, Shavuot, and Sukkot are important because they are three Chagim, they are three holidays that remind us to be inspired about something that's really supposed to exist always. The purpose of Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot is to, three times a year, remind us and inspire us that really this, this feeling and this connection with Hashem is something that we should be working on constantly. It's life. It's life. This is literally something that applies every moment to a person's life. Shin Samach, 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, 60 minutes an hour. Zukol Karov This is something we need to work on really connecting with. And that is being with the Rabbi Shalala, being with Hashem at all times. That when we feel a Yeshua, when we feel a salvation, or we feel a simcha, a joy, we don't view it like Hashem is some superman that swooped in to come save the day from outer space on top of a skyscraper. Hashem wasn't on top of a skyscraper. Hashem wasn't elsewhere. Hashem was with me anyway. Hashem was with me. I went into a business deal. I went into a meeting. I went into a conversation with somebody that I was nervous about. Hashem was with me all the time. Bechol rega, every moment. Zukol metziyas adam, and this is our essence. Bevadai certainly, certainly to live like this. All right, we're going to need clarity in how to do this. This is not something that we're born with. This might be something we know. 
But something that we know doesn't mean that it is something that we are. Ula. However, says the Bulvavi, before we continue going on to try to understand the how to live in such a way, there's something we need to know about ourselves first. Racious it first must be crystal clear. Bebirer gomor, with absolute clarity. She'ein botzeil shall sofiklal. I got no doubt. Mahu tachlis chayev, what I'm out to accomplish. First thing is, we must have no doubt what we're out to accomplish. What are we out to accomplish? What's our goal? This is my goal. My goal is to be connected, to cling to HaKadosh Baruch Hu b'chol rega v'rega mamish. Literally at every moment. At literal every moment, this is what we are striving for. To be completely attached to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Dveikos pnimi, an internal dveikos, an internal connection, which don't we don't need to feel bad very hard we don't even know what we are internally we don't know what we're we don't know what's going on inside of us sometimes we're scared to really know some people do his bite this some people do thinking they go out they go it's a wonderful thing to get to know oneself to get to know oneself and to get one to know Baruch Hu. So, uh, some of us are scared scared to do this meditation you know being connected with Hashem. You know, what's going to be? What's going to be if I get to know myself a little too, you know, a little too much? Kilomar, meaning to say, what's the point? What are we trying to accomplish here? In other words, okay, in the English, we're about 11 lines down in, in chapter 10 in the English on the screen. Kilomar, meaning to say, before we start on our path, of search to clarify what is this path of coming close to Hashem Mukrach, we we need we must it must be Shatchila first yeah bar the chalut and eza derech anachim mechapsin. What path we're supposed to be on to take? La anonu rosim shaderech zutovolosano. Where the where's this path leading? There's a path to take to get to this point of being close to Hashem. But what we don't really know is what's leading us. How to get there. We got to know. We got to know with absolute clarity the goal. This is the Nakuda. This is the idea that each of us need absolute clarity in until we feel in our nefesh, in our spirit, I have no doubt, I have no doubt what the ultimate purpose is, what the ultimate purpose is going to be. Now, um, in this paragraph, the Bulvavi has been telling us that 
you know, there's a there's a essence to life that we don't even notice. There's a beauty that we don't even notice we're in. We have a lot of this. This kirbasa lekim litayv. For I'm I'm confident saying, for all of us learning this together, we all are on this path. We all have this an element to it, but many times without us realizing it, and we, we, st- we, we may never realize it. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Um, Zelda and I were being Menachem Avel, Mrs. Greenwald, um, this morning, right? They had the, the Zoom number to, uh, to call in, and she was talking about her mother a little bit. She was talking about her mother a little bit. And as I'm just speaking as an American guy, she was talking about, and many of you I'm sure remember this. I don't, only because of my age, and there's nothing I could do about it. It's not my fault. That's when the Lord decided to put me into the world. But many people here, when they were younger, or when their parents were younger, they had somebody shech their chicken for them. They would go to the local butcher and they would salt the liver and they would, you know, and it was a whole process. It was a whole process how to make something kosher and which butcher you went to. This one's more kosher than that one. Okay. So Mrs. Greenwald said that her her mother and their family was very, they were very careful about kashrut. They were a Sephardic family. Her mother was originally from Iraq. Very careful about, about kashrut and they would, they would, have a, a shaykhet, shech their chickens, and then they would, they would, uh, you know, they, they would salt their own chickens and make sure everything was done, make sure was, everything was done properly. Do you know how many areas of halacha you need to know in order to do that? And how many areas of halacha we don't have because I'll speak for myself, because I'm a spoiled American, where you can just walk into the supermarket and get everything mass-produced and get everything ready-made, there are so many beautiful parts of Yiddishkeit that I'm missing out on now, that our parents had, our grandparents had. I shared, after that story, I shared, and this is something I've shared multiple times in shul, but uh, Rabbi Heinemann, Zalzain uh, Gesund, Rabbi Heinemann Shlita, the Rav of the Aguda in Baltimore, close friend of my father, Zechariah Levracha, and he's the head of the Star K. So uh, he he thinks out of the box. And there's a very interesting halacha that when you shecht, when you shecht an animal, we'll give an example, a cow. You shecht a cow that's in late-term pregnancy, the baby that's inside the cow at the time that you shecht it, at the time that it's slaughtered, is called a ben pakua. And that animal is automatically kosher. If it comes from a kosher animal that you shecht, it's considered like it's shechted with its mother. Okay? So when you shecht the cow, the baby alive is considered shechted. And this happens forever. It's children, it's children, it's children. 
you don't, in order to kill this baby, you don't even need a, a kosher shechita. You could kill it like uh, one of the big meat companies, I don't know, Purdue. Uh, would I, uh, see, right? if it, is that a meat or chicken company? I'm not sure. Right? Like a, a big non-kosher company. It's called a Ben Pakua. Fascinating halacha. You shech the kosher animal, a live baby inside, once the mother dies, is considered shechted. Its own children are considered shechted. Shrabbat Heinemann came up with a great idea. He said, listen, we got to think long term. we got to think big picture. I'm going to start, he said, a Ben Pakua farm. We're going to shecht cows in late-term pregnancies where we know the babies can live. We'll take those animals. We'll mate them. We'll build farms of Ben Pakuas. Their children won't need shechita. They don't need shechita. Their children don't need shechita. Their children need shechita until we have a farm of tens of thousands. And at that point, we'll start shechting and the price of kosher meat will go down because it'll automatically be kosher. No more throwing it out because of holes in the lungs. No more shechita. It'll be the same price as non-kosher, as non-kosher meat because it'll be so easy. Ben Pakua Farms. All right, it'll take place in a decade or so, but it's a good idea. Let's get cracking on this. Rabbi, that was Rabbi Heinemann had this idea. He, if I'm getting the story correctly, he went to talk to Rebel Yashiv. He asked Rebel Yashiv what he thinks. And Rebel Yashiv said, in halacha, no problem. But the Torah was given... So Klal Yisrael can keep the halachos and learn the halachos. If we start doing this, within one generation, everyone's going to forget the laws of kosher. Kosher meat? Shechting an animal? Whoever heard of such a thing? We don't shecht animals anymore. What's shechita? Something they did in the Beis HaMikdash. <laughs> they slaughtered animals in the Beis HaMikdash. Forget that they slaughtered animals in, in 2020, 2021. People, oh, it's not, it's not. therefore, he said it's not worth it because there's a beautiful part. Uh, there, part of Yiddishkeit is to just observe it, to do it, to 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 perform and fulfill the mitzvahs. And you know what, Baruch Hashem. Now, listen, we were able to go to the supermarket and buy kosher meat, and we're able and we're aware of the process that goes in. In, in 2021, in Tavshim Pei Aleph, in this year, how many Jewish kids even know that their grandparents, their, their grandparents, that's all it was, that their grandparents, you know, kashered uh, uh, their own chickens. And they, But imagine, I'm just, as an American, imagine living a life like that. Living a life where you're involved with uh, uh, having that ability. Having the ability to just learn and understand and come close to Hashem in this way. What did they do? Nothing necessarily. But what, what she was talking about, her mother, I was just fascinated by a Yid, a Jew, just having that as part of their lives. Being close to Hashem, just having that element as part of their life. And we have so much of other areas of Allah's input. The idea is not to run away from it. The idea is to understand how to utilize it in being dabuk, in being close, 
to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're, it's such a simple thing. This is just how she lived. This And many of us, I mean, Baruch Hashem, I'm, I can speak for you. Many of you I know live like this, right? This is why, because this is what we do. This is what Hashem wants, this is what I do. That's already part. That, that's part of what we're talking about over here. The goal is to do this constantly. That's the goal. Let's keep reading. Let's, uh, let's keep reading in chapter, uh, in chapter 10. Here we go. If at the moment that a person understands that this is his purpose of Kirvas Tov, that the best thing for us is to be clinging to Akadosh Baruch Hu, to be close at every moment to have Hashem with me. Here's what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen? What's going to happen is, if you look at the bottom of the screen, while we're trying to figure out how to come close, we're going to start thinking to ourselves, oh, you know something? In order to be close to Hashem, I need to be like Moses. I got to be like Moshe Rabbeinu. What was Moshe Rabbeinu? He was completely separated from worldly matters. Holy guy. Holy Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu clung to Hashem at all times. But me? Eh, it's a joke. It's a joke. Yeda, you should know. If we ever have a thought like that, that there's somebody else who's capable of being closer to Hashem than me, if I ever thought that in my life, and I have, and if I'm normal, hopefully, if I'm normal, then other people have too. I've thought of that. It's the Yetzir Hara. It's the evil inclination. Whenever I think there's other people who are capable of being closer to Hashem than me, the Yetzir Hara put that thought into my brain. Why? Because Yitzhahara wants to pull me away from the truth. And the truth is Hashem. Yitzhahara is trying to make it that me and you feel more distant from Hashem and we're not going to strive for this level. Because we think there are other people that are closer to Hashem than I am. And therefore... He paints coming close to Hashem like it's a black thing, like it's impossible. Only individuals who are above and beyond, yet yeah, those who are separate themselves from the world, those are the holy ones who are who could be connected to Hashem. But what can I do? A guy like me, a person like me, what can I do? Ulam ba'emes. The truth is, we know from the words of the Rishonim, the great Rav Moshe Chaim Lutzato. Not one of the Rishonim, but the great Rav Moshe Chaim Lutzato in the Siyas Yisharim. He says, Sheyase the Sifra Masil Yisharim. He wrote the Masil Yisharim, Path of the Just, as we say in English. And he based it on the, the story and the approach of Rav Pinchas Ben Yoyer, 
who takes connection to Hashem step by step, level by level. And he tells us, first just start out educating yourself. Starting, what is Torah? That leads us to Zahiros, that leads us to trying to be more careful until the the highest level is to mamish be walking with Hashem at all times. And guess what he writes? You're talking about the highest levels. Somebody who could perform a resurrection. And what does he write at the end? At the end he writes as follows. Here's the quote. End of Parakhavav, chapter 26. He says, And now my beloved reader, you and I both know. I'm not, I'm not writing everything here. It's simple. Listen to these words. This is huge. Every person, according to their circumstances, and their involvement, whatever we're involved in, you're involved what you're involved in. I'm involved what I'm involved in. Guess what? You're going to have your path to clinging to Hashem and I'm going to have my path to clinging to Hashem. And these paths need to be clarified. I have to gain clarity in my path and you're going to have to gain clarity in your path. How's this going to work? God forbid to think that the way a person in Kolel who sits and learns Torah the whole day, the way that they're going to come close to Hashem is my path. No. Ain't no derech hachasidus. If I ever take the path of somebody in a different set of circumstances than me, that is not a kosher path. Ain't no derech hachasidus. That is the wrong path. If somebody who's out in the business world doing something else. If I take my set of circumstances and try to cling to Hashem the way that in you with your set of circumstances I try to cling to Hashem, I will never cling to Hashem. It's not possible. And similarly, so many minute points that, that involve a person in this world. Every situation that a person experience that a person is involved in in this world each person no matter what it is is fit to have a path of coming close to Hashem I'm born into this family with those parents with those siblings with this I'm fit to come close to Hashem next set I have these friends as I'm getting older I have this lack of friends I have this I go to this high school I go to this college I go to this Work. I get this job. I get fired from the job. Get... There's a path to cling to Hashem in every experience, and that's all we're made of. Not because the goal changed. Not a different level of being a chassid. There's no different goal. That didn't change. We said everybody's the same. We all have the same goal. We have the same goal. To be va'ani tov. It's good for me to cling to Hashem and it's good for you to cling to Hashem. That's what we're all striving for. 
How can I cling to Hashem at the, at, at, as much as possible at all moments? But since the burdens that we carry are different, it's not possible that we shouldn't have different mediums to bring us to the Tachlis, that bring us to the goal. It is impossible that those mediums don't change. You can have somebody who is doing any type of work. He can be cleaning out sewers, we'll call it. The guy smells from the sewers. You think he's got less of a path to clinging to Hashem than somebody else? Of course not. He's got a path just as much as anybody else. And that is just a metaphor of work. The same thing's true with our backgrounds. The same thing's true with our experiences. You think just because somebody, God forbid, has been abused, has had trauma, all of a sudden they're not capable of being close to Hashem like somebody else? It's just the opposite. As we say in Ashrei, Karev Hashem, Hashem's even closer. Hashem goes out of his way to come close to somebody who's, who's got a broken heart. There's no experience in the world that is able to stand as an impediment in our goal of being close to Hashem. There's nothing that exists in the world for any of us that can stop this any of us from achieving this goal as long as we're breathing. A person who's got a low job, same as somebody sitting and learning Torah the entire day. Kolomar, meaning. What do we mean with this? Says the Bolvavi, very clearly from the words of Rav Moshe Chaim Lutzato, a person could be pious, and cling and connected to his creator. I can reach the highest levels of divine inspiration. It doesn't matter what I'm what I spend my day involved in. I'm involved in Torah, I'm involved in work, I'm involved in it. We're all the same. We all have the same. Nothing, nothing separating us from the goal as long as as long as all of our actions are the shem shemayim and we evolve ourselves in Torah as much as our capabilities are, as much as time allows, as much as our strength allows. When I go to work also, I'm clinging and being close to Hashem. Every person this is not it's not we're not talking to people who are separated from physicality or above and beyond normal no, we're talking to normal we're talking to average average this is what we're involved in every person every person has a path to achieve this goal I'm going to mention something tangentially, which I think is important to, 
to bring up here just for clarity. When we're, the Bovavi is contrasting Torah learning and work. Okay? And he's using these words higher and lower. First, we got a lower job, a highest job of sitting and learning Torah the whole day. What does higher and lower mean? What does that mean? Higher and lower, we mistaken to mean at times to be more important and less important. Sometimes that's how we view it. Okay? Say if it's higher, it's more important. If it's lower, it's less important. Listen to this. Does lower mean more value, less valuable? When we talk about higher and lower, does it mean more valuable and less valuable? Obviously, if a person creates a, if Hashem creates a person with lesser ability, limited options, difficult circumstances, does that mean that that person at best can be second or third rate? Obviously not. If we think that a higher and lower means more important and less important, that is a terrible mistake in life. For example, here's the example he gives. A person wants to build a house. He goes to an architect. The architect designs the house that's going to fulfill the vision. Then you have an engineer who designs the columns and the beams to support the structure. The contractor analyzes the construction requirements and gives an estimate. The bank provides the financing. The construction crew builds the house and makes it a reality. If the purpose of this process is a finished building, then all of these steps are equally important. If you skip any of these steps, the house has fallen down. It's not going to achieve its purpose. The engineer can't start by saying, oh, i got a great support system. The building has to originate with the vision of the owner. Up and down, higher and lower, are positions in the flow line. Not relative, it's not, it's not relative merit. It's just whether I'm higher or lower in the flow line of what Hashem's vision was. Okay? Hashem's vision was for what? For a human being to live in this house, to live in this world. A person may be sitting, let, let's explain. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm reading, I'm, I'm now outside of the book. Yeah, what, what's, what does he mean by this? A person is sitting and learning Torah. What's, why? So that now, that guidance and vision can flow along to the person who's, sitting, who's out there in the world interacting with others, going to work, trying to be honest, doing things in a way that's going to bring me closer to Hashem, how do I know how to do that? Because I look up in the flow line and I say, oh, thank you, thank God, there's somebody sitting there, you know, with the Das Torah, with the Torah knowledge that I could turn to, to know how do I come closer to Hashem's Baruch. But the one out there doing it is actually the fulfillment of the whole vision. They're the one living in the house and doing everything. So higher or lower is not more important or less important, it's just different. We're at different stages of the flow line. That's what these words mean over here. Whether a person is on one stage of Hashem's vision, a next stage of Hashem's vision, another, no matter where we are holding in this, we all have this same 
goal, which is to bring the owner's vision to completion. Hashem's vision, he's the owner, which is that a person should live in the world in a competent way. To end off this paragraph, therefore, we see, it comes clear, a person first needs to know a, a person first needs to know that the purpose of life and everything that we do can bring us closer to Hashem. And after that, we need to be batuach, we need to be confident. That these uh, that these words are uh, mamish uh, opposite us. You know what I need to know? What I need to know is that I am fit. I am convinced that I am fully relevant to this concept. This concept of Kirvas Hashem is not for other people on this Zoom call. Not for everybody else sitting around here. I have to know that this concept of Kirvaz Hashem applies and is fully relevant to me. I am fit to live a life like this. I am qualified to live a life like this beyond any shadow of doubt. This is something that every single human being, no matter what our experiences are, no matter what has happened, no matter what our capabilities are, Every single one of us has the ability to tap into this connection, to this relationship. And Be'ezus Hashem, with Hashem's help, um, next week we will continue on with, uh, with paragraph 11. Um, that's going to let us know that w- now that we know from chapter 10, that every single one of us is capable how we should view ourselves and our own current set of circumstances in order to convince ourselves. It's so interesting that he's spending so much time, the Bobabi is spending so much time to convince us to believe in ourselves. This is like his initial goal for like the beginning of the book. He's telling us what, it, what it's going to be, but he's letting us know there's a human ailment that exists. There's an ailment that exists inside of us where we're, the Yetzirah is telling us that we're, we're not shy to this. We're not connected to this. This is something that, that's, that's for others. There's not something that's for me. So he's, he's really focusing in and trying to drill this into our heads and letting us know that first and foremost, we have to know we are connected to this. We are shy to this. And he will continue doing that and bring us on to the Next concept as well, Be'ezus Hashem, uh, next week on, uh, on Thursday night.